Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Mel King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. In two overtimes, Matamidi is knocked off Warroad for the 1-8 title. Zephyrs get a gold just a moment ago to win it 6-5. to five. Once again, Matamidi beats Warroad 6-5 to five in two overtimes to win 1-A. Tonight, the late conference showdown in 2-A. It'll be number one Minnetonka against number two Edina. Big sports story today. Legendary Viking head coach Bud Grant, Hall of Famer, has died at the age of 95. Chad Hartman joins us, hosts between noon and 3, Monday through Friday. Chad, we appreciate the time today. All right, so we're trying to get uh, Chad Hartman uh, on the line. Uh, but we, we'd like to thank Dave Lee. Uh, long-time host of the Morning News for joining us, Dave Bona, long-time co-host of the Sports Huddle uh, for joining us, remembering uh, Bud Grant, and we hope to get Chad Hartman on uh, momentarily. Of course, his father, uh, legendary sports reporter uh, Sid Hartman, uh, long-time part of the WCCO radio team, long-time co-host of the Sports Huddle, uh, best friend bud grant and and chad thanks for the time today thanks so much uh for joining us bud grant your father uh best friends for decades 100 percent right steve um there were times in my father's life where he would look at me and say i don't know what i'd do in my life without bud you know they they were together but tell such a great story where Bud is uh, very early at the U of M, and my father's just very young reporter. And somebody said, well, why did you and uh, Sid hit it off so well? And Bud just matter-of-factly says, well, Sid had a car. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's how Bud was broke. My father was just a little bit older. Obviously, my father was broke almost you know, well, completely is his, his upbringing and then worked his way. Uh, and so all of a sudden they started driving each other. You know, I mean, sometimes Bud would drive the car. Sometimes my father would drive the car. And so that happens. And then when my father gets associated with the Lakers, he convinces this, you know, everybody says two sports star People forget, I remember talking to Bud about this a number of times, he might have loved baseball as much as anything. Like, he would, you know, he's drafted in, you know, the two sports, played in the NBA, played in the NFL, but he would make money 
that version of town ball at the time. It was yeah. supposedly a great pitcher, you know. But so the friendship comes becomes even better then when he signs him with the Lakers, and they just stay so in touch. And even when Bud goes up to Canada, Stevie, and you think he's hired to be a head coach when he's 29. He coaches his first game when he's 30. And then he had turned down the Vikings offer at least once before. When he finally takes it, the great story, which I think is repeated in, in Youngblood's obit today, is it might have been Merrill Swanson, and somebody from the Vikings is going to pick up Bud, but he doesn't know who Bud is and thinks, says, well, you're picking up the guy who looks like the town marshal, right? Mm-hmm. And Bud looked like the town marshal his entire life, you know, and they were they were together all the time. I mean, truly one of the greatest thrills of my father's life was when Bud gets inducted into the Hall of Fame, and at the time, the first media member to ever give the speech was my father. And I remember we practiced that over and over and over again. And it was just such a great thrill for him. And so many, you know, he went to so many dinners at Bud's house uh, when, um, you know, I was with my mother until I was 12. So my father had all these close personal friends. The truth is there were a lot of nights until I was living with him full time that he was quieter then. And, you know, people had their own relationships, but Bud and his then wife, Pat, always had my father over, always had him over. And so it could be dinners. It could be rooming together, sometimes on the road with the Vikings. And there are times when on a, a Wednesday, when my father's still cursing out the officials from the game before, and Bud, it was so matter of fact, Steve, he's like, we moved on. You know, yeah. we moved on. And then you saw this a lot. Bud, the last... 20-some years of his life, I would say, would show his emotions. This stoic individual who never would show anything on the sidelines would get really emotional, in particular, you know, when he lost his wife, Pat. And there were just so many times when I saw him get emotional talking about my father. I'll I'll share this one now. So my father would pass away October 18th, 2020. And as you know, that's right in the heart of COVID. So we did not have a big funeral at all. We couldn't, right? But Bud was going to be there, and Bud gave a great speech. And so then we're at the cemetery. My father uh, was Jewish, and so part of the Jewish tradition, Steve, is that everybody's there, grabs the shovel, and puts a little bit of dirt into the grave itself. And... We only had maybe 10 to 15 of us at that point there. And Bud, Steve, was in um, the car, and they pulled it up, and he's crying. And Bud was having a difficult time moving around that day. But, Steve, seeing Bud be so determined to get out of that chair, and I'm holding him, and somebody else is holding him, and he's just saying great things to get him by my father, and he just had to he had to be a part of it. And... Uh, he, you know, everybody's talking so much today, Steve, about the, that playoff game, right, where he goes out in the golf shirt. And our mutual friend Bob Hagen reminded me of that story earlier, where that week Bud had said to Bob, because it's at, you know, then TCF Bank, now Huntington, I'm going to wear a golf shirt. And Hagen said, Bud, you know, Hagen and Bud became such great friends. 
And he said, Bud, it's going to be like 30, 40 below on Sunday. And Bud said this to me, he goes, if you're determined enough, you can do anything. And Steve, it seems like that was Bud's approach to almost everything in life. If you're determined enough, you can do anything, because he did so much. Yeah, and his his career as a coach, uh, when he retired, still had a lot of influence with the Minnesota Vikings organization, still was very involved, stayed busy. Uh, we we hear so much about his love of the outdoors, still very active in the outdoors. Uh, and apparently uh, the, the will to hunt and fish up to the very end. For sure. And around Bud so many times in my life, and I was impressed so much with many things, including his curiosity. He was a, a gifted man for intellect. You know, and always wanted to learn more, including in his areas of expertise. But, you know, you, you've seen this enough, Steve. There are some people who try to leave sport or their sport, and they, they can't let it go. And Bud did come back. Listen, Mike Lynn needed him, yeah. and Mike wrote him a big check, and Bud would be the first person to say he liked cash. And so he came back. But then he walked away. Even though Bud had a number of offers to come back from other teams, and including – I mean, when did Red McComb was offering the job? It was like, in, well, I think maybe before he hired uh, Childers. He hired Bud, you know, later in his life. But Bud found so many other things to do. And, yes, was woven in the fabric of the Vikings. I mean, there's just no doubt. If you, think, if you have to say one person with the Vikings, who, who is it? As much as people say Moss and Tarkington, it is Bud. It is Bud. But he, he kept busy. And... Ironically enough, you know, um, Wednesday is my father's birthday. So he would have been 103. And the irony for me was I, I expected Bud to be at Bob Hagen's going away party on Thursday. And he wasn't there. And Mike Grant spoke, his son, said he wasn't feeling well. But then I didn't get a chance to talk to Mike, but he talked to numerous other friends I know. said, no, not, not too bad. And so my plan today, Steve, was at some point I was going to call either Pat or Bud and say, how are you feeling? And would you come in Wednesday and talk about my father? So it was, yeah, it was really jarring to see the news. You know, I'm trying to think of the good news, but, you know, he loved his family so much. He touched so many, so many people. He lived life to his fullest, but it's, it's still a tough day. Yeah. A lot of great conversations on this radio station over the years. But I remember your father's 100th birthday celebration on the radio. Had a lot of right. people in the studio you were in with with your father and Bud. And I, I was on a little bit later in the day and, and was thrilled to be a part of it and, and talk to people and, and talk about about Sid. But when when I was getting ready to go on the air and listening to that chat, you and Bud and Sid, wow. Yeah, that, I mean, we're literally coming up on three years, right? I mean, today right. is three years after the World Health Organization declaring a pandemic. And, you know, initially working with me and the station, we had much bigger plans, as you know, because you were part of it. For my father's 100th birthday, there was going to be a huge crowd at Murray's. You know, first there was some talk of an even bigger event, but I, I, I stopped that because I wanted my father to be able to hear. You know, and his hearing was such a struggle. His mind was still very sharp if he had rest, but he couldn't hear. So 
then everything was reduced. And I remember, you know, Dave was just on and you did great stuff locally. But the surprise, I decided they wanted they asked they asked me to host. I said, no, you know, Dave and Maxie have been a part of this. I can't come in. But I said, I want to come in the last hour and I'm going to bring Bud in. So we met at about 1030. We had a great conversation before we came in. My father looked at us and said, what are you two doing here? I got to work. And then we convinced him that we were going to be a part of it. And um, close circuit to Lindsay Peterson, I want to play that on Wednesday. I want to play that on my father's birthday because that was the last time my father was ever in the studio. That was the last day where they were able to give a hug to each other. You know, Bud came over. They kind of crossed paths a little bit from distance with COVID. But they went to, to lunch after that. So March 15th, uh, you know, three years ago was the last time they really saw each other. So, yeah, it's, um, you know, they're so together. But like Bud, I mean, I've been talking to, you know, media types and friends today. I mean, Steve, you've lived here for so long. I mean, if you've lived here for five months, you know who Bud Grant is. If you've lived here as long as we do, even if you didn't know him, he is just Minnesota. He is that determined. He is that person that so many people think of, and he is never going to be forgotten. Yeah. Well, Chad, I know a difficult day, but thank you so much for the time. Absolutely, Steve. Anytime, sir. All right. There he is, Chad Hartman, his father, and Bud Grant, lifelong friends, uh, meeting when uh, Bud was uh, an undergrad at the University of Minnesota. We will take a break. We'll come right back. As we remember, Bud Grant, legendary Vikings coach, has died at the age of 95. Here on News Talk, A3O-WCCO. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.